Today on the show, we have Anatoly. His company is called Green Cube Partners. And what they do is they help clients get more value out of their energy. So Anatoly, you were just telling me about the story of how you jumped in to start this business. Would you share that with us? Sure. Nice to be on the show. It's the first time for me, so forgive me if I'm a bit nervous. In 2008, I worked for a company which I didn't like at all. I, I liked the process. I didn't like the business at all altogether. And I was looking for something to be aligned with my values. And then at that moment, solar PV came, became a reality in Ontario. And I jumped into it uh, without uh, even knowing what I'm going to do there, what's going to be. I just wanted to be in this industry. I wanted to be in this atmosphere. It was, it was boiling. It was absolutely new. It was incredible. And Green Cube Partners came along later. It was kind of a result of that, uh, of that jump. So the solar industry, what intrigued you about it? Environmental aspect, first of all. And secondly, it's independence. Believe it or not, but in early, to th in, in early century, I've been talking with anybody who would listen that it is crazy that America as a continent depends on foreign oil. It should be a question of national security. It's not economics. It's a freaking question of national security. You just cannot be dependent on it. Well, recent, very recent events in Europe have proven me triple right. You just cannot be dependent on foreign source of energy. You're going to have your own. We have the land, we have the geography here to do it all in North America. Right? There is a lot of geography. There is a little less interest in doing it. And people want to have quick money. And that's how America was started. And that's the spirit which is still present. And that's why I think America is going to lose to China. How do you think we change the minds of people and get America on the right track? Well, I have rough ways to doing it, but it's not, not going to be used. Americans are not going to change their mind. Amer there is a saying in Russian that uh, the person with the, uh, with the hench, hunchback will be corrected by his grave, by, by his coffin. That's, Americans don't know hardship for many, many years. And they believe they're the smartest, the strongest, the best, the fastest, blah, 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 they're everything. And they haven't seen a war at all, ever. I mean, the biggest war was with Canada when Canadians came down to, to, to Whitehall and uh, the White House and burned it. That's the biggest war America had. Americans don't know what war is and they don't know what, what, what problem is. That's why they kind of obnoxious. It's not, that's not gonna well, change. Now we're gonna get into some predictions here. Do you think, wars upon us and coming soon i hope not i hope not as well hope but not. uh but we will come very close and but i don't think there will be a, a world war three unless some stupidity prevails somewhere so the last 70 years stupidity hasn't prevailed i hope we will will keep this track yeah i i feel very similarly i my one argument right now for why it won't happen, World War III, is AI is really moving quickly. And for some reason, when there's big technology revolutions, the focus moves away from more and it focuses on trying to advance technology. This is my philosophical uh, take. It's interesting you touched it. I have an opposite conclusion from the same observation. Oh, yeah? AI as we have it now, I just been talking about it today with somebody on discussion on LinkedIn. AI as we know today is a multiplier, is a information recycler. You want to grab it or a data, not even information, data recycler. It doesn't create anything, it just recycles, copies. 
and as such, it can be can multiply whatever trend which anybody sets. So you feed create a small accident of uh, of data somewhere, and if there is any interest, natural or provoked from AI to it, then this information will be multiplied, and then you have Huffington Post effect. The idea that you can, why you cannot sue Huffington Post for whatever they publish, because every every publication they start with the word something like, there is a conversation that, and then there is a whole story. You can't deny it, that's a fact, that's true, and they can say whatever conversation is going about. The same thing is with AI. If it's getting interested in something, then it can recreate streams of data, flows of data, oceans of data, and the data will become a reality for a majority of people. And that this data may have nothing to do whatsoever with with the reality. It's a it's a red and blue pill from Matrix. It's a choice, but the difference is that we will not be able to make this choice because right now almost everybody gets their information from the screen. If you control the screen, you control everything, unless you're yeah. in some in some in some wild place in Africa, then you have actual reality in front of you. What would you say the biggest problem is that we need to solve right now, as a world? As a world, well, no less shortage of humility at the very high at the highest level. Absolute shortage of humility. That's the biggest issue. And no, I don't have a solution. Hmm. So, with Green Q Partners, what you're adding, you're getting more value out of people's energy. So, what exactly does that entail? What does that look like? That means that absolutely every company I have ever dealt with pays for much more energy than they can actually able to apply to the business they're doing. In a simple words, they're just wasting a lot. So when I say make get more value, I mean just pay for what you need. Just buy energy as much as you need and use it to create your value, not just have it. Uh, you know, again, absolute majority of companies I've dealt with well, actually, not absolutely. Every company I dealt with is under an impression that people in corner offices buy energy. Procurement department buys, buys energy. No, they don't. Never. They create a framework under which a guy on the production floor flips a switch. And that's the moment of purchase. But when the moment of purchase happens, not the guy, not the guy in the corner office. He doesn't do anything for shit. But the guy on the production floor pushes the button or flips the switch, and that's when the purchase happens. And nobody asks the guy, nobody deals with that guy. And that causes a lot of waste, because the guy on the floor doesn't care. It doesn't touch him at all. And the guy on the corner office can't control it, because that's how they created the company. And they try to create artificial systems to bridge this gap, but it rarely works. So if our audience wanted to reach out to your company to help solve some of these problems, how could they do so? And my website is always present. And your website, it's, it's greenq.ca? Correct. So anytime anybody willing to get in touch with me is most welcome. And no, I don't stay away from artificial intelligence. And we are trying to actually we're working on a couple of projects now, which will involve I wouldn't say artificial intelligence, though I say it to clients. It's machine learning, basically. That's a smart algorithms which learn on data and give me give us results much faster. There's nothing they create. They do these algorithms which I could not have done myself or anybody I contract. 
The difference is that algorithms takes a second. I would probably take a week. That, that's the power of the machine that, that learning. A difference. Yeah, definitely does. Well, thank you, Anatoly, for being on the show.